What's happening, good people? Welcome to episode uh, 75 of the David Ashley podcast. I am your host, David Ashley. And we're going to take a um, a detour from the normal music playing tonight. And I wanted to talk about this uh, Ime Udoka uh, story. I have been in so many chat, text, threads, arguments, debates, discussions about this situation. And, you know, just wanted to share my thoughts, just my thoughts. Not like anybody asked for them, but, um, you know, I don't have an issue being presented with new information and then changing my opinion uh, based on that new information. So part of this is just me kind of working, working it out, you know, trying to uh, trying to figure out um you know how that kind of stuff uh works how it's supposed to work what i'm supposed to let go what i'm supposed to keep going you know just in a in a real way it's educational so um man how was your weekend hope your weekend went well um you know uh you know listen man i've taken a couple l's recently okay you gotta you gotta take them and you gotta keep it moving And um, first, let me get to let me get to this. Y'all were really listening for a while. And there's something that I, I this is what I think is happening. I came on here to be free and listen to, and, and, you know, and play music. And I think, again, I think I betrayed, you know, uh, I think I betrayed the trust. I betrayed what people came in here. L- listen, man, before I had a mic, um, it was just, I was just doing this on my phone, like straight out of my phone. And people were listening. And then I got a mic and I wanted to, you know, do some other stuff. And uh, all I'm saying is people were listening when I just had my phone and my earphones. I was talking through the, the mic on my earphones. Um, and I think people just come here to hear me talk and and not DJ because when I, t- <laughs> when I tell you niggas stop listening, these last, these last two episodes are really bad, really bad. And I'm like, what happened? Um, but if I can guess, um, you know, most of my listeners are, there are more women who listen than there are men, um, judging by the um, judging by the uh, you know the, the the stats that they show, the analytics that they show me. They show me, you know, men to women, you know, iPhone, Android, you know, computer, whatever, you know, browser, whatever, and um, man, so it could have been it could have been women. Uh, well, it could have been the conversation I was having uh, regarding women, um, but I think it's the music, and it could be a combination of both. Um, you know, so for that, I mean, this is where ego kicks in, right? Because it's like, wait, it's like, wait, this is what I want to do. This this would make me free, but you know, this will let me be free. But I still want to, you know, I still want to put on a decent show for the for the for the people. I don't want to. Yeah, betray those people who listen to, um, you know, who've been listening to me from the beginning. So, 
um, you know, you know, man, that ego heavy right now. Cause I don't want to say, you know, I, I I'll stop playing music. Cause I'll be like, niggas ain't make me stop playing music, nigga. <laughs> but you know, I can understand it sounded like I, you know, like I asked, it, it, it sounded a little cheap. But man, it, this is the hard. This is the hard. This is the difficult part about it. It's like, yo, wait a minute. Nobody shares that they're displeased. They just stop listening. And you don't have to. I'm not, I'm not trying to berate anybody, but it's like, yo, if you want something, holler at me. Some people used to holler at me on some of this stuff, man. You know. And I get it. I, I'm the one that left for a year. <laughs> All right. But, you know, holla, holla at me, man. Um, had a screening for uh, a film that I was in uh, this weekend. Shout out to uh, uh, Alan Beard and Dawn, the cast and crew of Dawn. Um, uh, Brittany, Alana. Um, I'm sorry, Brittany, Ayana. Who did amazing, by the way. I mean, listen, she does a lot of sketches and, and, you know, funny stuff. But when I tell you, yo, when you see what she did, man, she really locked in. She was so locked in that my my scenes were over. So when they rapped me and they do that, it's a rap for David Ashley. You know, she was getting ready. She was preparing for her scene. And I was going to gather my things and she kind of walked in and um, at the same time and I was trying to trying to greet her. Like, you know, I was trying to say what up, goodbye. She was out of it. She was that locked into the to the role because she played like a, you know, uh, I mean, you should see it, man. You, you, you'll see it one day. I'll play it. I don't want to, you know. But um, Nas, you can't judge a book by its cover, man. And, and, it's, and it's crazy because it's the same thing I've been I've been worried about, you know, what I'm saying as far as, um, you know, being somebody who like I'm about to get into some some funny shit. Oh, that sounded wild, but I, I'm about to get into some, um, you know, some sketches and shit like that. So <clears throat> um, like finally, I know, you know, some of y'all. Some of you all have liked my other stuff, but that was some stuff that I just did just out of, not really desperation. I did it because I really wanted to, um, you know, after a while, you just want to be creative and be funny. So I didn't really have a, a crew like that. And um, it was during COVID. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do some of this shit myself. But some of those things that, that you saw were, were were meant to be several people. So I'm about to get into some of that, but um, I still worry about like, man, if I do something too silly with somebody, you know, try to overlook me for a, a dramatic role, <laughs> which really it's, you know, they say you make two mistakes. The uh, first mistake is caring what people think. And the second mistake is thinking that they're thinking about you anyway. <laughs> right. Even though I still know in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? You know, you get considered for a role. They're going straight to the IMDb. They're going to check your reel. They're going into your Instagram. That's just the truth. So, um, but you know, anyway, um, check that out, man. And um, uh, my man, Mel, I forgot uh, Leon. I forgot my white guy's name, and a uh, little guy, um, and the little man, um, 
man, I'm forgetting everybody's name right now. But yeah, man, it was good. It was good to see it on the big screen and and uh, it worked. You know, I was trying something different as an actor. I was trying to lean into this character acting, you know, thing. And, you know, where I was, I kind of changed my walk, even though it kind of got, it got cut out. Uh, because, you know, film is a director's medium, right? But, um, you know, I changed my walk. I changed the way I held my face, my mouth. I tried to change, you know, shake up the way I talked a little bit. And, uh, you know, man, it, you know, so it worked. It, I didn't see all of what it, if it worked, but it, it worked. And, uh, you know, shout out, man. Had a good weekend. Then I went to see PJ Morton in concert on Sunday. No, I'm sorry, later that night on Saturday. Man puts on a lot apparently people call him a live show killer now he puts on a really good show man um it would behoove you if you're out there you're gonna see him um this is my first pj morton album that i've set with um there were a couple songs in the past that i that i really messed with but um never an entire album until this one man and i'm telling you this album is for real the, the, the transitions are flawless it's amazing it's amazing. He got transitions on this album like Beyonce does, you know, or, you know, since his album was out first, it, it, you know, she got transitions like he does. Really good stuff, man. He got Stevie Wonder on there, Wale, Nas, DeBarge, Jill Scott. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's um, Alex Isley. It's, um, it's official, man. So I went to that um, good show, really good show. Got to me. It was one of those situations where I got, you know, I didn't care about where I sat just because I was going to, you know, I was going to vibe to the music. So, you know, I bought the ticket last minute, even though I knew I was going, but, you know, I bought the ticket last minute. So I'm sitting up top. And it was a situation where I got there. Nigga was hugged up with his girl in my seat. So there were a few seats, like, like literally at the top, because it was just about sold out. And, uh, and the dude just scooted over. He was like, yeah, dog, somebody in my seat too. And I usually hate that, but I was like, all right, I'm going to let y'all live, man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. And, um, yeah, it came up on a nice little restaurant spot here in Hollywood. I knew it was there, but I never, you know, it's like it's like a hidden gem for real. It's like an Italian joint. Um, pizza was terrible, but it was, um, I heard the pasta was pretty good. And over there on McCadden, man. What's the name of that? Hold on. McCadden Italian Restaurant. Boom. Italian Restaurant on McCadden. Oh, L'Antica Pizzeria de Michelle. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's a nice little, it's a nice little hidden gem too, man. It opens up to like a, just like an intimate, like, you know, when you first walk in, like foyer almost, but probably not, not even really foyer, foyer slash, you know, dining, dining room. Then you walk farther back and it opens up to the bar, the ceiling gets higher. And then you walk back even further, it opens up even more to like a, like an outside type of deal. It's uh it's sharp, man. It's really dope. We were walking through there. Everybody was looking at us like, damn, they found it. So, so yeah, we here now. You hear me? Um, let's see, man. Yeah, man. That was about it, man. Um, so I wanted to get into y'all. I was so tempted to play a song just now. <laughs> also, I do this on Amp too, man. Amp is a little different. Um, Amp, 
it, it's 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 kind of like uh, Amazon's version of of almost Clubhouse, but you know, different people got different shows on there. So I get, I get on there, and the only caveat is, you know, you can play music, but the only caveat is that you can't play music until you have listeners, like people in the room. Because I think, you know, I think they don't want to waste, you know, if they're saying, hey, if we're going to pay for these songs, then, you know, I want at least people to be in here listening. I want you just playing. And I went on a nice little hour and some change set on, um, on, uh, what was that? A few nights ago. And man, I think it was, it was a Friday night. And I went on a nice little run. I had a deep little, little audience, man. I think I got two or three followers on there, but people will trickle trickle in uh, on and off. You know, I get some consistency. But there, I just play the whole songs, you know, because there's no way to really mix them. And I think people are there to, you know, I'll say a couple of words in between every other song. But it's a, you know, it's there. You're there to play the music so you can hear the music really, really well. Right. It's audio quality is is there because like i said it's amazon so um then you know you say a couple words shout out to the new people that's in the room give a you know i like to give facts about songs and shit musicians artists and then i'll go back on the three four different room i was i was in the nighttime man i was in my bag i ain't gonna lie to you i called it uh nakedness fry something like something about nakedness man i kept man listen I went on a nice little run. It was nothing but slow songs, man. I went on a nice little run. So, ain't gonna be here long. Just wanted to talk about this uh, email Doka situation. As you know, uh, first year um, head going into his second year head coach, Emeu Doka, um, longtime assistant to Greg Popovich. Shout out to Maryville, Indiana. Um, you know, the coach of the Spurs, Greg Popovich, legendary and GM. And, you know, he got most of his shine there. Then he went on, I think, to Philadelphia, then the Nets. And then he got the head coaching job at um, Boston, the Boston Celtics, where Brad Stevens, where, where Danny Ainge uh, moved, um, resigned, and said he wanted to spend more time with the family, then took his ass to Utah. But, you know, if you know about Danny Ainge, he went to BYU, Brigham Young University, nothing but he's Mormon, none but the Mormons over there, MBTM, and, uh, you know, and now he's GM over at Utah. And Brad Stevens, who was the coach, uh, used to coach Butler, uh, shout out Butler Bulldogs, um, and then Brad Stevens moved up to the GM, and Ime Udoka um, took his place. Now, you know, and, you know, Ime Udoka is, is famously um, has a long time uh, relationship with, <clears throat> excuse me while I put respect on this name. Hold on. Nia Long. <laughs> Nina Mosley. Is that the smile me put on your face, child? Wide as a field of jasmine and gloom. Walk that walk, honey. Talk that talk, honey. Something about legs with uh, that'll spank your hoe. And who am I? 
<laughs> I'll be whoever you say. But right now, I'm the sight rape hunter blindly pursuing you as my prey. And I just want to give you injections of sublime erections and get you to dance to my scene. Because rather than dealing with the fallacy of this fake-ass reality, I'd rather dance and romance your sweet ass in a wet dream. Mm. And who am I? Oh, they all call me brother to the night. And right now, I'm the blues in your left thigh trying to become a funk in your right. Is that all right? I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I just fell into a Love Jones trance just now. Thinking about Nina Mosley. Yo, remember... Remember, remember the first time they did it? That Maxwell, that Mellow Smooth, something, something Mellow Smooth remix? <sighs> Nigga, I was transfixed. I was, what, 17, I think, when I saw it? Just transfixed. Like, what am I watching? Man, I remember watching this for the first time. I think Jarvis had had like a little birthday party or, or like a gathering or something like that. It was me, Jarvis, and just the wildest shit. It was me, Jarvis, and Shalon. And he put Love Jones on and I had never seen it. And I'm sitting there watching this. I'm supposed to be like, damn, that's crazy. I ain't even thought about this in years. But that's where I saw Love Jones for the first time. Then I stole my brother's tape, VCR tape, because he had Love Jones uh, and the best man on it. And um, I stole it for a long time. Man, you ever steal somebody's shit? And then they ask for it back and you be mad. Be like, nigga, I took this years ago. There's got to be a statute of limitations on this for when you can ask for your shit back. It's got to be. But anyway, Nia Long. And listen, man, when, when, the, when the report first came out, the first thing people were saying was, like, oh, this nigga cheated on Nia Long. Nigga, you had me along. Man, listen, that is a fallacy, okay? What's the line? You show me a beautiful woman and I show, I show you a man that's tired of her shit, right? And I think people, because it could be for a man too, right? You know, you could say it for a man too, but I think it's it's like that because men are visual, Right, so the more emphasis society puts, you know, on how the woman looks, right? You know, Hollywood treats women bad once they get past a certain age. Men get distinguished, but, you know, women got to stay young and all that kind of shit. <clears throat> right, so, and the truth is, even outside of that, we don't know their relationship. We don't know their situation, their arrangement. They're, they've been together years. They got a 10, 11-year-old. They're not married. And they don't have to be. I'm just saying that you don't, you know, what, again, man, what we often think is convention, uh, conventional is just based off the shit that, you know, we grew up in. And even that's based on a bunch of people who, you know, who weren't brave enough to do what they wanted to do or didn't even have a, a you know, an example of what they wanted to do, you know? Um, yeah. So, so. When the reports first came out, it was Ime Udoka is going to be suspended for a year for violating team policy. Now, immediately, everybody was like, yo, this shit don't make no sense. How are you going to suspend somebody for a year? And, you, you know, so the speculation went rampant. Stephen A. Smith was like, oh, this has got to be racial, which... 
I don't even, first of all, this is why I went there with, to the racial thing. He's in Boston. Okay. He's in Boston. One of the most outwardly racist cities in, in America. He's in Boston. And on top of that, you know, I got into a little discussion with somebody saying, oh, well, look at this example of all these men who have been, who've lost their job due to, um, you know, fraternizing, frolicking, you know, having relations with, um, you know, a young lady on the staff. I said, that's fine and dandy, but from what we know now, unless we find out something more egregious, this shit is crazy. It's bullshit. It sounded like bullshit to me. And even now, can you find another example of a coach? Like, and we know coaches, we know people get around. We like, come on, it's the NBA, right? And not even just the NBA's men. Like I said, I get it thrown to me. I can't imagine what what a millionaire's <laughs> a visible public millionaire. Come on, I can't imagine what 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 that what the ratio like how much is getting thrown at him. Like Terrence Howard say, man, he gonna need a catcher Smith to catch all that new coming at you, man. That was my terrible Terrence Howard impression from Best Man. Right, so. I can't imagine that, but things happen. So I know all these people. Ain't, you mean tell me everybody faithful, right? And since we know everybody ain't faithful, you mean tell me nobody knew about none of this other? Like, because the truth is the story shouldn't have come out. And like Stephen A. Smith said, which, you know, sometimes he'd be dancing for his food, but you know, I, I was with him on this. He was he was just like, listen, man, either fire him or keep this shit private. What are y'all doing? A year? So my point is, you, we know coaches, we know everybody ain't faithful. 30 teams in the NBA. There's even more positions on top of that and below that, right? Who else is getting suspended for a year? Where? Where? Just tell me where. You you can't. M much as them. Where? Who else was suspended for a whole year? So on its face, originally it was like, oh no, something's weird, right? Which at the very least meant that it's more coming, right? And then for a nigga fire him a year, which some people speculate perhaps they're just trying to, because if he quits, he doesn't get paid. If it's suspended, then it's just, oh, okay. Right. And since it's for a year, it kind of feels like, you know, somebody else wants to pick him up. I mean, you know, for God's sakes, they, they paid Des Deshaun Stevenson most money. Highest, the highest uh, amount of guaranteed money ever or the biggest contract ever or some shit like that. Well, I mean, his ain't bigger than Mahomes, but still, it's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. My fault. 
<laughs> Not Deshaun Stevens. Thank you. So the report comes out. Now somebody now this is what happens. When you don't come out with the truth, the whole truth, like all the details, guess what people are gonna do? They're gonna speculate. And now that y'all didn't let this shit out. Y'all didn't let the floodgates open to speculation. Like, that's what people are going to do. That's what reporters' job is to, to speculate and then get facts and then report the facts. But the people who are less than, like, we got the same instincts. So you can't be mad at the people for, right? Put it to rest. But no, they didn't do it. Instead, first story comes out that a black woman, we was all like, whew, at least she black, man. You know what I mean? But then, you know, to I'm I'm sure to her horror and terror, she sees her face associated with this shit. And then people had to send out tweets saying, nah, it ain't her. Then it was the VP of finance's wife. Right? A white woman. And then somebody else was like, nah, it ain't her. And then Brad Stevens and one of the co-owners sit up there acting mad. I'm like, don't don't cry now. In the words of the great Dub C, don't cry now. <laughs> don't cry now. You're not mad. Oh, this bullshit speculation. Well, goddamn say who it was. Now, there's a caveat there. The first reports that came out was that Ime Udoka entered in a consensual, this is the words that they used, a consensual relationship with somebody on the team, with a staffer. Now, I, I do say this, if it was not consensual, then leave her be. But that still doesn't change the fact that people are going to speculate. You, you see what I'm saying? So if you're going to come out with this story, your hands are kind of tied. You cannot stop people from speculating. It's just not. It's And it's disgusting that these women got tossed into this who ain't had nothing to do with it. But guess what? Y'all shouldn't have let the fucking story come out in the first place. <clears throat> so anyway, now here we are, two, maybe three women who've been blamed, you know, I'm sure horrified. <laughs> and I know, well, like, you know, if they have uh, significant others, and I know the white woman did, just imagine getting that call, your face is on there, or, or it's like you sitting in the room with your, with your husband and it pops up on the socials. And he looks at you like, uh, Amy? You, 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 you got something you want to tell me? Jeez, just imagine the horror, man. Imagine being out with your guys and then that, that comes across the, the news ticker or the socials or Twitter or whatever. So, you know, now Brad Stevens and them sitting there and they're, and they're mad. And 
somebody asked, will there be any more punishments? And I'm like, well, and again, the owner was like, nah, man, there ain't going to be no more punishments and nobody else to bring forth. And I'm like, wait, what? How? And again, here's the caveat. Along with if, if, if it wasn't consensual, then again, leave her be. Right. And also, if she was a subordinate, I think if she's a subordinate, subordinate, you kind of got to leave her in the shadows as well. But at the same time, see, and this was my problem, Malika Andrews and Stephen A. Smith got into a little little tissy over this. Tiffy, tissy. Where Malika Andrews, Stephen A. Smith is saying, well, wait, where's the other party in this? Why is he the only one, you know, being talked about in public? He said, last time I checked, there were two people. And she calls in and she's like, well, this is not the time. This is disgusting. This isn't the time to be blaming women. Like making a, I mean, I'm making a really bold you know, stance and statement. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then Kendrick Perkins, she does the same, has the same kind of exchange with Kendrick Perkins. And I'm like, wait, I, I just didn't understand why she was so indignant about, because th these two things are separate for me. Blaming random women, and that's the disgusting part, right? But that's going to happen if you don't. Like, I, you can't get away from that. That's going to happen if you don't name the people. But it doesn't stop it from being disgusting, right? It just it just doesn't. It doesn't stop it from being disgusting. But then she gets into it with Kendrick Perkins over the same thing. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Those are two different. Like one, yes, women were being, you know, Fink, I mean, you know, targeted as as the person. But on the other end, that don't have nothing to do with there being another adult at the end of there who actually was involved in a consensual affair. And apparently she was now, apparently they're saying it was the person who books the travel and has booked travel for Nia Long as well and her move to Boston and yada, yada, yada. But I just don't think it's... So there's another person at the end of that. And if that person... and How about this? So in case you don't know, right? And, and I've been aware of this since Me Too, right? Before Me Too, I didn't really think of it like this. If you are a manager of a restaurant, right? and you start dating one of the employees, it, the lines are so blurred on whether now you're going to give this person grief if y'all break up in her job because y'all broke up, or if you're going to give her a promotion based on the fact that y'all together, right? So there, the, the power dynamics at play is where this woman or this person can feel obligated to do something for somebody who uh, has control over their um, 
their their job. Now it's all speculation, and the power is there, whether it's being abused, used, or not. But shouldn't this person? Shouldn't the person who's having the affair, even if they are a subordinate, shouldn't this person have the responsibility? See, because this is what happened. This is what can happen. Especially if y'all doing dirt, which both of them apparently were doing dirt. If we having sex, right? We're having sex. And now all of a sudden, it's over. Now, if you say anything to me, I automatically, I'm uncomfortable now. So what was consensual became, and I'm not saying that this happens here, but this happens. Because now she embarrassed for what she didn't done. Now I see a way to get up out of this. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to pivot. I, I, I know people who's had that happen to them. But I also know people who who have kind of flexed their power over somebody, you know, over over a subordinate, right? So it does happen on both ends, but I'm just saying, shouldn't the person who was in the relationship, even if they were a subordinate, be obligated to say, hey, I'm good. I came out. I had the affair. I knew it was wrong, but there was nothing. There was nothing happening. Like, you know what I mean? There was nothing in my career that was, you know, I wasn't getting any advances. It was just like, if it really was that, if it really was just a consensual relationship, shouldn't that person have the, have the responsibility to come out and say it? Because it's not abuse every time. Now, it shouldn't happen because of the possibilities, but shouldn't that person have the responsibility to be like, you know what? Because keep people keep, like I heard a woman say, I mean, a, I mean, a, a woman who's a genius damn near, <laughs> Mina Kimes, she said, she said the speculation didn't happen because of the woman. The speculation happened because of what Ime Udoka did. What? Huh? Nigga, what? And I'm sorry. I just can't stand. I, I just can't. Yes. What What he took part of was, first of all, we're going to get to him. Apparently, apparently Ime was just out there reckless, acting like a freshman in college. And I'm like, Dog, what was you out there doing? Because they've been investigating this since July, by the way. And apparently they told him to stop. He kept going and didn't tell Neil Long. To, and again, we don't know their situation, but, you know. So we're going to get to that. And yeah, obviously, obviously, from a moral standpoint and from a, you know, ethical standpoint, that boy was a bull in the china shop. That man was a bull in the china shop. And it's like, nigga, it's your first year. You, you, dog, you knee deep in it in your first year, Ime? In your first year, dog? I mean, wait till you've been there two, three years to start dabbling. This nigga, in the first year. 
I don't know, man. That's that's some wild shit to me. <laughs> and listen, man, when nature calls, it calls. But my nigga. <clears throat> but shouldn't it be on the other person? There was no foul play going on to step up and say, you know what? There was nothing going on. I wasn't getting any favors. I didn't feel obligated. I just had a consensual affair with this man. But can she say that now? Because she's married? Like, I don't I don't know. That's what I'm asking. And I think, you know, the stuff that Mina Kimes said and somebody else said, it was like, it, it feels like, I think since we've treated women so bad and there's so many women that are under this, under the microscope of a man that's coming on to them in their job, in their position, that shit runs rampant. Like I know so many women in Hollywood that it's happened to it. You know, a producer or somebody like that trying to put a woman on the casting couch or, you know, a quid pro quo type situation. That is happening. It really is happening. Uh, I think, but the flip side to that coin, whether it's at the job or elsewhere, is that a lot of women are attracted to that power. So if you have that, it's going to fly. Like I just said, I get it, you know, I get it thrown at me. Like I, I can't imagine, you know, a millionaire, you know, right? And yes, you have to be discerning and just try to use wisdom and not be in your first year doing dumb shit. But, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. The whole thing is just fascinating. And I think, like I said, since we've treated women so bad, we continue to treat women so bad, sometimes it feels like we have to there has to be an overkill, right, of, you know, and then whoever gets caught in the rapture of us trying to right a wrong, it's like, okay. But I still think those people who get caught up in that overlap need to be fought for, right? Because you don't want to, you know, you don't want, we don't want people getting accused of something that, you know, something they didn't do so anyway i just just needed to work that out man um me along <laughs> somebody said fine women get cheated on every day b um i you know i don't know man just that oh it's it, it all falls on ime udoka that 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 part is hard to swallow and yes he was reckless but it's like hey man you know and, and it ain't even a but it's like yo full stop he was reckless but then was there also another adult and apparently some other shit coming out that you know that we don't know yet i get it but they use the term consensual and now there's some, uh, there's a, there is um, an idea or a thought that, or a report, if you will, that 
there was some unwarranted warranted contract, you know, unwarranted contact, you know, some some unwanted contact, which just sounded like it was over, and he was trying to, and he was still trying to hit it, and she was like, nah. He was like, why? She was like, nah. And there's your unwanted. Which is still foul, don't get me wrong, but the way it comes out in the media. (laughs) Anyway, man. The lesson of the day, y'all. Man, try as much as you can to control that thing. And don't do dumb shit. Don't shit where you eat. Just for what? None of your employees. If you can help it, none of your coworkers. But the truth is, most people we meet, you know, most people meet their mate in church, um, in school or work, you know. But yeah, thanks for letting me get this out, work this out. I mean, um, It'd be interesting to see what what happens and if anybody else gets blamed, which I hope not, because that's, again, that's awful. Imagine having your name involved in something this and you ain't have nothing to do about it. Just imagine that, you know? Um, You know, man, listen, man, I want my my listeners back. (laughs) If you coming back, come on back, you know? Uh, if you listening, come on back, man. Quit playing. I got you. My bad. I, I betrayed the trust. Now you didn't tell me. I had to. I had to look at the analytics and be like, oh wait, this shit is going down and not in a good way. But come on back. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. All right. All right. So that's me for tonight. Um, again, I'm you know just like every night. Take your dreams. Oh, and I, it's funny. I got a text in one of my in my my threads today, and um, somebody said, you know, the same thing. Um. Yet it's not just having ideals that is important. Ideas need plans if they are going to become reality. Doctor Miles Monroe. Uh, may he rest in peace. I think he he's the one passed away in the plane uh, plane incident a few years back. Um, yeah, man. But that's you know right along the line I talk about with having a plan and having a dream and then writing out a map. You know to get you from here to that dream. Otherwise, you know a lot of times you'll just end up frustrated trying to figure out what happened. Why have I wasted time? It's because you really didn't have a road map to get you where you were trying to get. And that's important. And again, I ain't just talking to you. I'm preaching to the choir too, you know? So do that. Have a great productive week. Time is our most valuable asset. You can't get that back. You know? But don't worry about it when you're trying to do something. Like time only matters when you're wasting it. Other than that, just live in it, man. Enjoy yourself. Forgive yourself. Have fun, man. Laugh. Challenge yourself. You know, learn something new. 
And I don't want to hear that I ain't got time. Shit, you find time for what you find time for. Ooh, so simple. Bars. Shut up, man. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here, man. I'm out of here. You know I get to preaching and shit, but um, I love y'all. Love y'all to death. Thanks for listening, those of you who are left. And uh, again, man, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you want to come back, come on back. Let's talk about it. Until next time, I am David Ashley. I'm out.